You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to your latest episode of We Live in Color. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, okay? Now, today is probably going to be one of my most favorite shows that we're doing here today, okay? Welcome. (laughs) Have you ever heard that song by Adina Howard? Uh, freak like me, I could be a freak until the day, until the dawn. Well, we're going to talk about that within safety. So welcome to Pleasure Hall, y'all. I'm here with my friend Sheriff Onyx. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Doing How you good. feeling? I'm feeling great. <laughs> to talk about freaking this out loud. Right, because it's, it's just time. You know, I think that, you know, while we, while all these things have been impacting us, even speaking for myself, right, you know, I... Um, as living in my spaces of addiction, right? I have not been able to find my even sexual side, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, but, but also like, I didn't even know some of the things that I liked was kink. Can you kind of give the description of like what kink is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a kink is anything that um, you, you're kind of into sexually that is outside of the quote unquote norm. And the norm of course is like penetrative sex with like anal sex or oral sex. So anything that you're into sexually outside of that, right? Which is like really interesting because I feel like a lot of people are kinky and they don't necessarily define it as kink, right? So as we go through this show, I feel like by the end, you'll be like, oh, like I got this kink, that kink, that kink, right? So kink is really just like kind of creating more definition and understanding and experience around the things that are outside of the norm that we've already defined. Okay. And okay. And also, so you are one of the founders of Pleasure Hole. Can you let us know what Pleasure Hole is? Yeah. So Pleasure Hole is a community, right, that really supports each other in our journeys around kink. Um, and the community centers um, black, um, black and brown queer folks, especially. Um, what makes Pleasure Hole really interesting is that it's a pansexual community. So it is for people who are attracted to all different genders, all different bodies. Um, and really the only thing that, you know, is the, is the thing that we all are focused on is like really exploring our kinks and expressing them. Okay. And how did you get started? Like, in my like can you take me, can you take me to your journey? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, I feel like, I think that a lot of people are kinky, right? Like, so I would say that I've probably engaged in kinky things for like a long time. And I'm so glad I didn't tell my mom I'm doing this. So I hope so. No one's and are you, are you real beefy? Are you from Seattle? No, I'm from Detroit, oh. Michigan. Yeah. Shout out to the D. Eastside. But so 313. Yeah. So I like, you know, I, I, I started off in my, like, as soon as I left home, <laughs> you know, like I went to college and like, I just explored and tried different things. And um, I, I think the first thing I, d- I discovered was kind of like the cruising scene, you know, where it's like, and I think that is, there's a lot of kink. Can you kind of describe what's, what, um, cruising, cruising me? Yeah. Cruising. So cruising is a, is a, it's a, an art form, not an art form. It's a, it's kind of a way to connect with people, especially because like queerness is something that you have to kind of do in the shadows and you can't talk about. Cruising is where like a lot of queer people go to a, like an undisclosed place, like a park that's really dark or an alleyway or a bathroom or someplace that people don't go often. Or a video store. Or a video in, store. On Des Moines. On Des Moines. <laughs> so I heard. Oh, so I heard, right? But like, so cruising is going to those spaces and engaging in sexual acts, like in quiet. And what's really interesting is that you don't talk. Like in cruising, you actually like really communicate with your eyes. So I was like really young. I would go to these, like go to a pier, go to a video store and be in the dark, in the shadows, like looking at people and trying things and, you know, not talking about it. And I think that was the beginning of my kink journey. Right. But I think what got me into like this more um, conscious kink journey is I actually had a friend who like 
or someone I, f- I met on an app who I like followed on social media and they would post all these pictures of them in all this leather. And like they had like a, they were a dog, they were a dog. That had, so I had a pup mask. Hold on. What, what is a what mask? A pup mask. Okay. And we have one here. So, okay. and I think you might, maybe you could try it on. Don't play with me. Cause I'll, I'll try it on. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, so they had a pup mask and like, I remember looking at the pictures and being like, what in the world is this? Like, I've never seen a black person wear this or look like this or do this. And then I kind of got to know them more and they told me more about like Onyx, which is, um, this leather club that I'm in, it's a leather club for black and brown queer men. Um, and, and Onyx, when I was you know preparing to join, it's kind of like a fraternity, a kinky fraternity. Yeah. When I was crossing, like they really teach you a lot about kinking, help you explore your kink journey. And I think that's kind of where I consciously started was with Onyx. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Now. OK, so we're going to talk more about Onyx, a little bit more about Pleasure Hole and Pup Mass. When we come back, you're watching We Live in Color. It's been three years since we've been able to celebrate in person at our annual evening of choice. And this year at Access and Pioneer Square on October 19th at 6 p.m., we will be back together again, celebrating our journey, healing towards justice. This past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for our young people and our community at large. And one thing that has become clear and absolutely true is there's one way forward that brings all of us together, and that's as we heal. And when our young people heal, they're truly able to become who it is they've been purposed to be. So on this evening, you'll hear stories of our young people, hear the evolution of our organization as we emphasize healing in our cause. And together, we will celebrate another year of impact and growth as we journey towards justice together. Again, it's at Access and Pioneer Square, 6 p.m. on October 19th. And live streaming will be available through YouTube at I Choose Winning. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. And we're back, okay? How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I want to get some more. I'm sorry. Uh, so I want to know a little bit more um, just about Onyx. Can you kind of let people know what, who that, what group that is? Yeah, yeah. And I'll show you the patch. Uh, okay, okay. So you better show that patch. <laughs> Hold on one second. See, Ronald Ronell, somebody did twerk up in here, right? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so Onyx is kind of a leather club for black and brown queer men, especially who want to get into the king scene. And because like I know, like, especially if any black people are watching this, like a lot of black people would be like, oh, black, that's I'm mean, kink is not for black people. Like that's some white people. Yeah. You know, people talk about that all the time. And it, it's not necessarily that it is white people thing, but it is something that white people feel more comfortable engaging in. Yeah. It is a scene that white people have explored deeper, deeper. And so Onyx, like in order, like a little bit like a form of justice is Onyx existing and ensuring that black and brown people have access to our journeys. And so, like I said, until I got into Onyx, I didn't consciously think about what my kinks were, right? Like Onyx helped me create my kink bag, talk about safety, consent, negotiation, expose me to community. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that negotiation part? Yeah. And like negotiation is really, and, and hopefully when we talk, uh, and when we, you asked what kink is, I should have been really clear about that is no, that, the two, the three parts of any kink play is firstly negotiation, right? Um, and consent. That's like the most important thing we teach when we talk about kink, and which is why everyone is like, oh, kink is so dangerous. But the funny thing is that kink is safer than most vanilla or like typical sex. 
like most sex parties or sex spaces are a lot more dangerous than kink spaces are because they don't talk about consent and negotiation. So that happens. Then the play happens. And then after that, you have the aftercare, which is like taking care of your body and your mind because you might have done something pretty intense or something that took you out of your typical mode. Have you had to ever do aftercare? Um, yes, especially because I, I will talk about it and hopefully we can talk to um, Sir Wanko um, and talk more about being a dom. But like, you know, when you're a dom and you a, uh, let us know what yeah. dom is. I mean, I know. So there's so is. many terms, and yeah. that's the tough part about kink is like once you get it, I'm like so used to saying this to my friends, like, yeah, I'm a dom, kink, aftercare. You know, we talk about it all the time, but doms are, are the people who really um kind of like that. So in kink, there's BDSM and it's about power exchange. So doms BDSM. Yeah, what bondage, is dominance, sadomasochism. Huh? Yes. R- rewind that. Can you I need you to I need hold on, wait a minute. I didn't know that that's what it meant. Yeah, so it's now, it's pretty much different forms. Okay, of, so bondage, mm-hmm. and then um, dominance, and then, and then sadism, sadist, sad, masochist, and sadist. Okay, let's rewind to the sadist part, right? Yeah. Can you break that down? Yeah, what a sadist is. Sadist is sadism is the desire to like inflict pain on people, right? And okay. like masochists are people who like to experience pain. Okay. So like, so yeah, all of that plays into it with doms where it's like, if you have the power, if someone is giving you power and they're like allowing you to do these things and you are supporting them, you have to also support with the aftercare. Yeah. 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 Hold it like you hold something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, so when you, especially when you're the dominant person, like aftercare is really, and for any play it's important, but aftercare and supporting other people, especially if you're inflicting pain on them, if you're like hitting somebody or you're doing something to them that like, you know, is shocking a little bit to be able to bring them back to their body aftercare is critical. And so those are the components of kink. Okay. And let me ask you another question. I heard something about like shock therapy. Does that also people electric shock? People are into that. Have you? Yeah, electro play. Electro play. Have you yeah. ever done that? I actually have an electro wand. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, okay. How does that work? So, I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty. There's varying levels to it. Like, and that's the cool thing about you know any kind of sensation. It's sensation play. Like, and again, like all of it has its own world to it. But like in sensation play, right? You might want like a little like there's some like little the little tickle that you might experience from electro play, or there's the like extreme shock that hurts, right? And based on the person and their tolerance to pain and their desires, you kind of like gauging on that. So, yeah, it can be pretty intense, but it also can be like very like just weird. You know, it can just make you jump a little bit. See, OK, see. OK, I'd be scared of electrotherapy. I'm I'm here, though. I'm here here to learn today. OK, yeah. (laughs) So um, uh, how how is how's it been in the experience of like even you in Seattle in the one in the in the Onyx community and with Pledger Hope community? Yeah, the tough part about being Onyx, like I crossed in Onyx Northwest, which is mainly in San Francisco and Oakland. So there aren't a lot of Onyx brothers in Seattle. So there's, I mean, there's some Onyx here, but not a lot of us. Um, so we actually have to build our own community here, which is another challenge, which is why Pleasure Hole exists. It's like, ultimately there's a, there's a lot of kink spaces. It, like Seattle is a kinky city. Like, don't ever get me wrong that there's a lot of kinky people in this city, but a lot of them are white or a lot of them are at least in white centered spaces. And one thing hopefully we talk about is that it is traumatic for black people to like do some of this, right? It's, it doesn't seem safe. It doesn't seem normal. It doesn't, it's no one gave us any like blueprint to engage in some of this stuff. Like our mom wouldn't have never did it. Maybe they do, but they never talked about it. Yeah. And cause you know, people are kinky. Like black yeah. people especially are creative and fr- freaky and kinky, but like we don't talk about it. And so like, we feel really concerned about entering to the spaces. So we created pleasure holes so that we can have it be a safer experience where you can go around. Like we literally go with pe- like people who come to pleasure holes the first time. 
they've never experienced kink ever in their lives or come to a kink party or experience kink play. And we got to we kind of guide them slowly into that. And how often do you have the parties? Bi-monthly. So every other month. OK. Mm-hmm. You know, I, OK, I got some more questions. And mm-hmm. You have some equipment here. Yeah. OK. Well, we're going to check. We're going to check some of those out mm-hmm. in just a second. But for at, coming up next, we have Sir Wonko. OK, you are watching. We live in color. And we're back. I've been smiling ear to ear because now I'm here with Sir Wong. Wonko, how you yes, doing, brother? Yes, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy so, that you're here. Um, can you tell us a little bit? Because you are one of the founders as well of P- Pleasure Hall, yes, right? And yeah. you're, are you from Seattle? No, no. I, I, I'm actually from the Midwest. I lived down in the South in Georgia for a little bit and then moved to Seattle. Okay, so where did... What made, like, how did you get into the scene, so to speak? Can I say the scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was actually in college. There was a group of students that realized there weren't any kind of BDSM clubs. And I was actually, one of them lived on my floor. I was an RA at the time. And so I went there supporting him, but also curious about kink, curious what they're talking about. Because uh, I'd just been interested in alternative sexual lives for as long as I can remember. So this was something I had heard about but hadn't seen. Um, and so, yeah, I went to one of their parties. It was just an informal get together, just like a munch is what we call them. And Hold on, what is it called? A munch. It's called a munch? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay. M-U-N-C-H. Okay. Munch. Just yeah. a quick little munch. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's um, it's a community event. It's a social event specifically for for kinky folks, for folks in BDSM. It's uh, it traditionally it's a potluck, so folks would just bring in plates, but that's not how we do it now. Um, they bring in more than plates, yeah. right? Okay. Right, right. So it'll usually be at a restaurant or at a coffee shop, and yeah, it's for people who don't know anything to come and get information, actually talk to people who have experience and for it to be in a less, less aggressive, a less intimidating environment, which a play party would be. Yeah. And it's also a way of vetting people before you allow them into the play party. Okay. Vetting is important. I'm quite sure. Right. Yes. Yes. So you are dominant, a dom, right? Yeah. I'm a Can dom. you, what is, what is that experience like? Cause I, I, I can't say, or I, I was at a party once. <laughs> <laughs> and he was given life but can yes. you explain what is what's the experience of, of a dom what do you what do you prefer in that space the dom experience is first and foremost about responsibility you have to acknowledge your responsibility as a dom because someone is submitting their their body to you someone is allowing you to do something that traditionally causes harm. And this is also exploring a space mentally that they may not be able to explore in any other way. And that's why aftercare is really important because you can do some really traumatic things and have things that just pop up when you're physically getting hit. Mm-hmm. So can you give me some examples of what a dom would do? Yeah. You're, an, you're an attractive brother. I'm just saying now. It's like, no, 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 can you let me know? Thank you. Thank you. Um, so in a scene or in in just in general sure so yeah the dom um or top they're not the same thing but um a top would be the person who is actively inflicting the pain or doing the thing 
and the bottom or the sub would be uh, would be receiving the thing. Okay. Now the difference between top and um, yeah top and dom and bottom and sub uh, dom and subs are that's a specific relationship that's a specific kind of relationship and uh, intimacy between those two uh, and an agreement. Um, but with tops and bottoms, that's a much more casual thing. There's not a power dynamic there. And so it's not about someone submitting. It's just about, we like doing this, our kinks match up. Yeah. So have you ever, have you ever missed, well, have you ever had experience where the, the, um, where it wasn't a line like that? Yeah, yeah, there because you meet people at play parties and you may want to play with them, but if you're two tops, then that's not fun. Um, it's, it's not fun, not for you, no, because they're you're, you're just going to be like trying to hit each other, yeah. and then like there's nothing that two tops can do, um, unless you're doing a double uh flogging. Um, but that we'll get into flogging, yeah, we'll yeah, get into yeah. flogging in yeah. a minute, <laughs> so. Throughout that, throughout this experience, have you ever been submissive or have you ever? Well, yes. Have you ever been submissive? No, no, okay. no. You, you said hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's not outside of a normal experience for that to happen. Part of the reason why I have not explored that or have not uh, been under a dom because you meet an elder dom and they'll train you um, was because okay, of elder dom. Yeah, just someone who's who's like who's been in the lifestyle for a while, someone who knows what they're doing, uh, someone willing to mentor you and you can go under them for training in Savannah, where I was. It was all old white men. Mm -hmm. And while they are knowledgeable about kink, I didn't want to give that kind of power exchange in a place where it's like in America. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so. I, my learning of kink was very, very much self-led or talking to people at parties. I led a kink group in Savannah for about two, for about a year. And that helped me to meet other people. We would bring people in for demos, uh, which are demonstrations of different types of kink play. Uh, so we had a wax play demo. We had, um, we had an interrogation demo, which was really cool. Okay, the, the break down an in interrogation demo. Okay, okay. Um, an interrogation demo is just, it's just like the interrogation scenes that you see in a movie where you're, the dom is, or the top, is trying to get some kind of information out of the bottom. Um, and What kind of information would that be? It can be the name of someone. It can be anything, uh, just anything that you can interrogate somebody about. Um, and so it's with interrogation play specifically, it's very mental and physical. You're, I won't say breaking them down, but kind of breaking them down mentally as long as, as well as flogging them physically or causing okay. physical harm, depending on what you all have negotiated. But in the end, Essentially, when the bottom tells the top the information, that's the end of the scene. Okay. That's interesting. So, never mind. I was about to say some stuff, but I just realized where I'm at. <laughs> Hold on. This is a safe space. It's a very safe space, but my mama's also watching, and I love you, mama. But when we come back, <laughs> Pleasure Hole is more than just 
what you might see in the areas of kink. It's also educational. When we come back, we'll talk about what Pleasure Hole has been doing within the community spaces. You're watching. We live in color. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I'm here with Sir Wonko. Can I be in control? No, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with you. Uh, but okay. he's like, no. He's like, no. Show over, right? He said, no. He ain't best to be submissive now. <laughs> I'm playing. But, but I wanted to kind of just get, get it. I'm here with Pleasure Home with Sir Wonko, one of the creators of this wonderful experience for our queer community, our community members. Sorry. Right. Um, so, not only are, do you have the kink parties, right? You mm -hmm. also do. Um, what is it? I would say sexual education courses in the space, right? Right. And can right. you get into a little, a little bit about, about that? Yeah. What One of the things that we noticed early on when putting on Pleasure Hole was that a lot of people who were new to kink were coming. And the main reason that they were coming was because it was an all BIPOC space. And that was literally the only place they felt comfortable being as vulnerable as you have to be in order to engage in that kind of activity. Uh, which is what I was alluding to with um, not wanting to train in, under anybody in Georgia. Uh, so, yeah, we decided that there was going to be like an hour before the party just to have intros have, so that you know the people who are, you're in the room with. Um, and then to have demos and workshops so that we're actually giving people skills and helping them to learn. Because the more they know, the better players they can be, the better community members that they can be and it just helps the community grow from there see and i i i went to one uh for um specific northwest brought black pride mm -hmm. since we started onyx thanks special shout out to the onyx family because they always come to bring that type of education because i think that sometimes we have those wham bam thank you ma'ams and don't actually have the experience to know that we're safe or actually to be open to finding other ways to be not only just sexual but also intimate right right um which i really really love and <clears throat> after that you had a party how was that experience that was fun. Our party is always fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're single, right? Are you single? No, no, okay, very so much not. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm partnered. I'm Polly. Um, I have two partners right now. And yeah, that's... How was that experience it. being within the experience, experiences of Pleasure Hall? It's, it's good to have understanding partners. <laughs> um, and it's good to have partners that are willing to support um, the folks who I'm with are more than happy to come to a party and yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to get too personal, but also oh. I, I just make, I'm just thinking just in the areas of just with the group thing, not only do, would you have to explain to one, now you got to explain to two. So for me, it would just be complicated. Oh, <laughs> upfront, first conversation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I love that. See, and I, I know that y'all have brought some equipment here. Yes, we did. I want to take a look at it. Can we take a look at it? Do you want to take a look or do you want to feel it? When we come back, I think what I'm going to do is feel it. I ain't got to take go. no break. Well, we got to grab the stuff. Bring, okay. bring the bag out. Bring the bag. Man. All right. Well, welcome. Uh, see, O is here. O is directing. O is directing. Let's bring some of these things out. There we go. Let's bring it all over here. Yeah, bring that out. Really? Okay, let's see. What we got here? Let me see. Make sure you give him the mic too when you when y'all are describing. Yeah. So 
I mean, firstly, brought like some leather items. Okay. Like a lot of people, like I mean, leather has a lot of, a deep meaning to it, and sometimes it also has a, a a fun meaning. One thing about kink, right, is that kink can be a lifestyle. It could be it can be an activity or a lifestyle. Okay. So for people who think of it as an activity, leather is fashionable, right? Le- leather is cute. Right. And for some people who are in the lifestyle, like leather means some things like how you earn your leather okay. in the lifestyle. Right. And so there's two different ways. So okay. we brought some leather pieces, leather hat, leather vest. Right. Okay. Hello. Hello, hello somebody. Come on. I feel like I'm a part of the Navy. OK, <laughs> exactly. A fun Navy. Cute. So. Okay. So, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, We brought harness. Um, but like, I guess maybe a flogger. You can talk a little bit about. All right, what's that? Sir What's that? What this is, is that? a cat of nine tails. OK. Um, What's that do? It's it gives a stingy type of pain. Okay, um, and yeah, it it hurts. Okay, it can, it can hurt. You can a hit lot. the chair. Hit the chair. You want uh, to hit the chair because you ain't about to hit me with that. I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> even. This is not for beginners. Okay. Um, and, and what's that? No, ain't nobody about to whip me on this set. Now wait a minute. Now we doing an interview. I'm with the pleasure hole, but ain't nobody about to whip me. And if we were, we would negotiate it. Thank right? you for negotiating. Right. Consent is number one. <laughs> uh, okay. Like that. Yeah, then that's important too. Yeah, so one of some one kink, right, that people really enjoy, one form of play is um, role play or bondage. Okay, I've um, role played before. Yeah, like not role, well, a part of role play, but rope play. Rope play. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it. Um, so I don't know, Saranko, if you want to like talk a little bit more about that. Tell tell us a little bit more about this, Saranko. Go show. Uh, uh, all right, you can do my arm, just the arm. How you, you can you tie you tie the arm or what do y'all do? Hold on, doing? let me take this off. Is it, okay, what, okay. So how often do, are you are you into rope? Yeah. Okay. Kink, rope play is one of my kinks. Okay, rope play. See, no, it's, no, it's okay. What's this? Let me go in here. That's all right, rare, rare. Okay. Can you describe what this is? Yeah, so that is, uh, it's a pup mask of sorts. Okay. It's actually custom made. Um, it was made for me um, by um, Ocelot Trade. Um, yeah, Ocelot Trade. Um, but yeah, he made it. This actually has like rabbit fur on the hood. It's rabbit fur behind the ears. Yeah, and it's like, it's not a traditional pup hood. It's actually like a mythical creature, like a moon lion. Like the eyebrows have lightning bolts. So it's like really custom to me because I have like a lightning bolt on my arm. Lightning bolts are really important. It's giving me Ariana Grande from the Danger- from the Dangerous Woman era. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe, you know. Exactly. That's not what I was thinking, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, but yeah. So like, yeah, the, it, it means a lot. And I think it's also like, for me, like hoods are, it make you feel safe. Like, especially if you're in a community space and you're like, I don't know. I don't want people to see me here. I don't want to be myself. Like, I don't want to be myself tonight. I want to be some something else tonight. Right. It lets you get into that headspace. Um, so it supports you. Okay. So um, my head is kind of big. So can you help me take this off, please? Um, sorry, y'all. This happened the last time when Cashley was here. Thank you. And what's the next one? What's this one? I like this. What's this one? Somebody. That's a pup mask. Um, <laughs> That's a, yeah, you can go ahead. Actually, it's called a pup hood. Okay. Uh, But yeah, it goes. My hair's big, so hold on. And that one one is really tight, too. So it's going to hurt. You can't, don't leave it on too long. It really will give you a headache. (laughs) Okay. I got it. I got it on. Okay. So, yeah, one thing that's, I, I, and I learned this from um, Pup Jabari, 
is like one benefit of pup space. Why people like to do it is because um, sometimes you want to let go of like your human responsibilities. I know that sounds kind of weird, but like, you know, especially from being an adult in America, like it's tiring. It's just so tiring. You got to have the job. You got to clean. You got to go grocery shopping. You got to do these errands. You got to take care of your friends and take care of yourself. When you're in pup space, you don't have to do none of that because now you get to be something else. Okay. So can you break down? Can y'all hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I can hear me. Um, what is, can you define pup? Yeah. Like, I mean, like a pup and a pup could be defined in a lot of ways. Cause like, like you, like everyone has a dog and your dogs have different personalities than your friend's dog. Like everyone's version of pup is a little bit different. You might be a guard dog. You might be like a strong, you might just be like a, like a dog that likes to get pet, petted. Like, I don't know. Is it appropriate for I don't know, like asking for consent to like scratch you? Oh, okay. Go ahead. So like one thing that's really cool when you're in pup space is like getting scratched like a dog or like, Arf. right. Arf. <laughs> it's like, it's like, really, okay, right? you get to like get like pet, like petting you on the stomach or something. Okay. Like, right. And like, so some people like pup space because that's when people just really care for them. Like they don't have to do anything besides be cute okay. and be cared for. I, I, I like that. The same thing goes for little space, okay. uh, pet pet play in general. Okay. It's just where you t- embody an animal. Uh, little space is something else. Um, but yeah, it's that innocence, that safety that people are usually going for with uh, with those kinds of play. Okay, see, that is interesting. Now, we just got a couple of more seconds because see, this is, a, this. I'm going to try this on. What is this again? That's a harness. It's a harness? Okay, yeah. we're going to try this on. We just got to take a quick break. And I got to get a little bit of circulation in my head. Y'all are watching. We live in color. Okay. And we're back. Okay, y'all. I done got on. I done put on the harness. This is, I, I feel naked. My, my breast is showing. I feel comfortable. Can you explain? Maybe a little higher. A higher. Can you fix it? Adjust, there adjust it. Because my left eye, I can't see it. Hold on. There we go. You got it. Okay. Can you explain you a little good? bit more with the harness? Um, harness is just part of a big part of leather play and the leather lifestyle. Uh, like, uh, Cherub was saying earlier in certain, in like old guard leather, you earn your leather. You have, like, you can't just wear it. It's similar to fraternity colors and letters. Um, but other folks, I mean, as kink has gotten more, more popular, you've seen harnesses used. I have seen this a lot. Yeah. Like in fashion, yeah, fashion shows. There we go. Right. So yeah, it's becoming it's becoming a casual thing, but like most things, it has its roots. How often do you wear harnesses? Mm, not often, but now more often because of this one that I got. I like that I was, one. Can I touch it? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like Lord of the Rings. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a custom harness that I got from Doghouse Leathers. Shout out, okay. Casey. Um, yeah, it was great. There, we actually, Cherub and I did a shoot with them for these. I harnesses. heard about this. Because this is Cherub's. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it could be mine. You never know. <laughs> Make sure you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that should be on their website. So, okay. Yeah. This this is so this is great. So I know we're about to we're gonna get ready to get out of here in a few, but I know y'all have a party coming Saturday, right? Saturday the twenty first of October. Uh, Friday, uh, yeah, Friday the twenty first of October. Come on now. Come on. So it's Friday the twenty first? Yeah, so Friday the twenty first. Look over there. No, this is where we look at them. Uh, there we go. We gotta take a step back. Friday, Friday the 21st, um, come 
check out Pleasure Hole Seattle. We're going to have Freaky Friday. I'm a model while so, you're doing that. Yeah. I start over. So, <laughs> so Friday the 21st is Freaky Friday at Pleasure Hole. Um, it is a Halloween-themed play party. Um, it's going to be a sexy costume contest. Um, we're going to have demonstrations. We're going to actually do a workshop around multi-scene play, um, yeah. which will multi-play scenes. And what a scene is, is ultimately like intentional play. So say you liked pup play. Like a scene would be like you getting into pup space and us actually like going through an experience together in pup space. And so we're going to teach a workshop on how to do that. So if you like bondage or if you like getting spanked, we'll talk about how to put those things together. It's like, oh, I tied you up in little handcuffs and we spanked you and did like a little interrogation. So we're going to have a workshop like that. We're going to have a costume contest. And then there's going to be plenty of opportunity to get to know other people in community who are also kinky who want to explore with you. Right, right. That's the whole point is building community. And we want y'all out there. We know that there's more of you. It's okay. And we're going to find you. <laughs> it's a safe place. It's a safe place. Yeah, but um, so yeah, really. So follow us on Pleasure Hole Seattle. Um, P-L-E-A, Pleasure <laughs> Hole, H-O-L-E, Seattle on Instagram on where we give updates and information. You can also message us there. If you have any questions, like I said, like we really are here for you and your journey. So even if you don't want to go to a party yet, you're not ready to come out in person. People constantly like message us and ask us questions and try to learn more about what the party is. So definitely feel free to do that. Yep. I appreciate y'all so much. I'm sorry, but, <laughs> but I appreciate pleasure hope for coming. I, I thank y'all so much for being here. Please send me y'all stuff. Hey, I might be there. You come know, on I'm through. Just saying. But in the meantime, please join us next week where we'll be we'll be talking about real estate. Okay. <laughs> Similar vein. Well, well, I won't be here. I don't. Either way, I want to thank my wonderful guests. I want to thank my director here. You're watching. We live in colors. Can y'all get the, the, the circulation is cutting off? Yeah, I'll tell you, you don't wear it for too long. I it's mean, a really Jesus, it's for cut, small head, big brother. Hold on. Safe word. Safe word. <laughs> safe word. Now, come on. Let's do this now. Oh, I ain't even cut off the camera. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>